Hi, this is Arik and Aurelia, and we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think, but as always, you can be the judge of that. Either way, what we have to talk about is ageless. So hey Aurelia, how's it going? I'm happy to be sitting here with you today. I'm happy too, and I have to say that maybe somebody has noticed, but I changed the words a little bit from our intro. So that you know it's always live and not that we, you know, taped it once and then we just put it in front of what we're saying. Well, actually, when I'm editing it, I do reuse uh, intros, but because we've been in quarantine, <laughs> like that intro doesn't really work anymore. Because, I mean, we're still kind of in quarantine, but like not really. Yeah. I mean, so I thought, you know, I just, I want to find a new one and... You know, because I also have plans to, like, you know, do some marketing and some advertising. And so I want many different takes so I can choose which one I want. See, guys, and I didn't even know that, and I was complying. Now, how's that for being married for such a long time? That's right. (laughs) So, I want to ask you kind of a silly question. But my my first question I have for for you on this fine day is do you have to be spiritual to be spiritual? <laughs> That's very funny. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? I would say mm-hmm. you have to be not spiritual to be spiritual. Beautiful. Beautiful. Because I think, like, a lot of times... I mean... I, I'll just speak from my own experience mm-hmm. and, you know, we can, you know, go from there. But, like, I know sometimes before I'm going to see a client, especially, like, a new client or even long-time clients, like, they get so scared before a chart reading, uh, mostly chart readings, and, like, where they're, like, they're intimidated by it. And I don't know what the reason is, you know, I mean, of course, there are many different reasons, but like, I'm just kind of, I also see that sometimes people are, are intimidated by quote unquote spirituality and spiritual teachers and guides. And I just kind of like want to demystify that and like really set the record straight, like that, you know you shouldn't be spiritual or, uh, and I have an idea of spirituality to be spiritual because it's, I mean, it's like, it's totally a down to earth thing, right? Yeah. So you walked right into that because I was holding up all day and I thought I'm not going to say anything, but now you want that. Why do we have a spiritual horoscope this week? Right. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Thank you. So you walked right into my intro and I walked right into your question. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, of course I put that in there so that we could talk on this podcast. Yes, I believe you actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I, well, I think on one hand, when people, I mean, you have to use words to describe things. So spiritual astrology is different than like newspaper astrology or meme astrology or Google astrology. It's like my favorite kind of, you know, Mm. punching bag sometimes. But like, 
you know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to, I mean, on one hand you have to explain, you have to use the word spiritual to indicate not an emphasis on the material, but then once you're spiritual, it's almost like you shouldn't even use the word anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, of course, like you use the word to describe something or even like myself, it's like a self-image, like it's an identity, a spiritual identity, and that does not really work for being spiritual. But yeah. And in the same way, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even know what a spiritual horoscope was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like really sometimes just an experiment to see like what is converting because... As you know, my astrology is spiritual. It it is asking people to do spiritual work and to figure out how to use their free will to I overcome. I know, and you get so many accolades for it. Like people who contact you on all different media, telling you, you know, that you know they really like your take on it because they feel it has this spiritual note to it that you know makes them feel so good and so i was like quite taken aback that when i thought okay so now we make this like a thing because you know people notice that obviously like from the content right that's what it's really right. about like you feel it in the energy and if something is true then it's also spiritual there's no way around it because Everything here is of spirit. Yeah, but I guess I wanted the, like, the headline to match the body. Well, yeah, okay. You yeah. know? Like, and I'm pretty sure that the people who call themselves spiritual, they want the same thing. Right, like the mask. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I guess just like a, a Gemini uh, gust of... Unnecessary experimentation, perhaps. Yeah, I could see that. Uh-huh. It's like things that you like to do once in a while to just yeah. keep me on my toes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, no, I noticed. I looked in my inbox and I saw it. So, mm-hmm. did I pass the test? Yeah, I mean, thanks for noticing. I mean, I, I think that's absolutely great. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So then, no to making headlines match the bodies. No. Uh-huh. Because if you have to do that, then there is really... Um, I almost want to call it then, it's like almost false advertising. That's interesting because, I mean, like in most marketing and just like with digital planning and whatnot, like if if your head or your presentation doesn't match your content then that's like false marketing Mm -hmm. but it does because Mm -hmm. it is a horoscope and i do not know what it was like before i actually forgot Mm -hmm. because it wasn't about that like i wait at the beginning of the week for alexander in my inbox Mm -hmm. for my horoscope for the week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's what it is and 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 then the content is highly spiritual and i love that Mm -hmm. and so i think that even the headline as it you know contains horoscope of the week of yada yada matches then what's actually going on 
it's not just a label. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's both. <clears throat> it's a label and it's a body. So, I guess then it just goes back to the question. Like, I don't understand that. No, it goes back to that question. Why do I need to label something that is obvious? And why would I call myself spiritual? Like your first question, do I have to be spiritual in order to be spiritual? And I say, no, you have to be not spiritual in order to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why is that? Because if I put a descriptive on it, then it's too mental. Mm-hmm. It mm. is, it's not real. Like, I remember, you know, when um, my sister and my brother-in-law opened their house to me to live there after I uh, came back from America, I felt like, oh, my God, I do not feel this state of gratitude. I do not feel like, oh, my God, I'm so grateful. I didn't once say to my brother-in-law, oh, my God, I'm so grateful that you allow me to live here. And then I talked to my sister about it. I said, you know, this is like the weirdest, weirdest feeling. However, you know, I do know that I have gratitude. I just... I cannot label myself in that way. And then she said, yeah, this is quite normal because we all can feel your gratitude. Mm -hmm. And this is then when I learned that, that, you know, often labels, they just get in the way of being. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we need labels too, though. Like we need to express, you know, what other people might not be able to feel. I mean, there's like a whole industry, like a, you know, brand identity and marketing and, you know, labels and, I mean, I think you need a balance of it. Yeah, but that, I think, is a different subject than what, you know, we started out to talk about. How so? Mm, Because... um, Spiritual, Mm -hmm. like that cannot really be described. Can you describe it? Mm -mm. I don't think you can. No. Exactly. And so then what would that label be like? I mean, how can you use a descriptive for something that cannot be described? But I mean, you can have pointers. I mean, I see what you're saying, how it gets mental, but... You also need, like, traffic signs, you know? Like, this is a red light, that's a green light. Like, what it represents is something more than just the light. You know, it represents represents go, or it represents stop. Like, where this is spiritual, and this might be more financial. But financial is also spiritual. Isn't that where we're coming from, like with that question? But then stop is also go. I mean, you need labels like, you know, as you get more into the manifestation 
realm. You can't just like have everything as one taste, I don't think. Well, but you know, I can describe stop. Remember, but I thought we agreed upon that spiritual cannot be described, that it's beyond description and stop. I can describe on many levels. You know, I can describe it like from a visual, where so, you know something is not moving, something is stationary after it had been moving, or I can describe it on a physiological level or a neurological level, I'm sure. Like, I can describe stop. Mm -hmm. And therefore, to put that kind of label onto something that has stopped or is supposed to stop, I think that's valid. Mm -hmm. But if I'm a quote-unquote spiritual person and call myself spiritual, then I really don't even know what that means. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, one is a state of being and the other one is a state of naming. Yeah, I mean, names are important, but, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we couldn't even talk if we wouldn't have the names. Exactly. That's Uh still where I come from, and we don't have to see eye to eye on that. But I do agree with you as far as saying that you shouldn't make it, you know, the like, into a label or something, like... Where one becomes mental and the Mm. other one becomes, Mm. or just is. Yeah. But not everybody can feel the gratitude, you know, in most cases. Mm. For example, like going back to your example. Yeah, 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 I know. And I think we probably will not see eye on eye or eye to eye on that. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe that we all feel it because this is through the vortexes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you'd be the first one to admit that communication happens through the vortexes or like the chakras is yeah, probably better known. Um, they more both. than, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. More than with words. It's actually an interesting uh, example because... Um, I think like with the chakras, for example, this is a foreign language describing the vortexes, Mm. which did not get really translated. They got popularized, popularized as the foreign language. Mm -hmm. But again, it's just labels describing something true. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I do agree that it occurs on an energy level. Mm -hmm. And that's why I believe that, you know, there could be a gazillion, let's say, Google horoscopes out there calling themselves spiritual astrology and the people reading it, they would still know that that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess it's the the difference between being mental and being mindful. Mm, that's beautiful. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's really nice because in order to be mindful, you need to have a state of awareness. And then in order to be aware, you have to be kind of not so mental. Mm -hmm. So here you have it. You don't have to be spiritual in order to be spiritual. That's right. Cool. That sounds good. And I hope it brings some relief to anybody who's been wondering about that. And we can get more into that after this break. This episode of Ageless is brought to you by Aurelia Essential Oils. Wellness for you and everyone around you. Coming soon is our pet collection for kitties and puppies by Aurelia Essential Oils. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. And you've already been blowing my mind. With, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, just really amazing. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, no. Even at the beginning of the day. You don't need to be spiritual in order to be spiritual. Mm. And I know a lot of people, they get intimidated by talking to quote unquote spiritual people. Heck, even I do. (laughs) You know, because chances are they're judging the crap out of me. Mm. I mean, not that I'm scared of that, but you know, it's like, it's like this, like what you were saying, like these self images. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, go ahead. But I mean, Mm. where this leads to, I mean, that's just a little tangent. This is then, um, you know, what we call blinded by robes, because then there are so many descriptives on things that can really not be described that, you know, if I wear like a maroon colored robe, then I'm already a holy man. And it doesn't matter how I behave or how my sangha behaves or what they're doing. You know, I'm wearing this thing and this is part of the descriptive of being very spiritual and so here you have it that's all that matters yeah or like a a wolf in sheepskin because mm-hmm. it's really about the essence and not the appearance exactly mm-hmm. and and yeah like it's about this mentalness like yeah mentalness is not mindfulness no not at all because in uh, like mental that's like that quality that I said that um, where I have to use my logic and where I have to describe things and where I have to look for label and create some if they do not exist like this is all mental but then if I'm mindful I need awareness for that I do not need to be mental in order to be mindful well well hold on because I do a lot of brain integration and my healing work or let's just call it mind integration Mm -hmm. but the brain is the hardware Mm -hmm. even though mind is everywhere but whatever Mm -hmm. are you are you saying awareness is the integration of right brain left brain or is it only right brain no that's the integration Mm -hmm. that's amazing Mm -hmm. this is left brain and right brain working together perfectly yeah like as a unified whole like or you know you can call it like the left channels and the right channels meet in the central channel and you know there is all good i mean there is a lot of imagery a lot of labels right 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 right. but yeah like i think being mental a lot of us especially in western culture even Northern Hemisphere. I mean, I remember when we went to Australia and mm-hmm. we felt right away, like the really almost like this, this relief that yeah. there's not so much 
third eye, mental energy. Like it was it's, amazing. It, yeah, I mean it's a different energy. Yeah. But it's like it's not like you you feel like you're walking through a cloud of haze uh-huh. like you do in the northwest. That's right. Hemisphere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if there's such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because yeah. it's like in the brain we call it hemisphere, but we also on earth we call it hemispheres. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting for us. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, yeah, a lot of us are, can be very mental with these things. And I mean, if I can have mm-hmm. an example for that, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, because let's say what's mental, you know, Mm -hmm. if now I tell you um, to describe a rose to me, that is a mental experience. I mean, you know, always saying as a condition that you have ever once seen a rose and experienced a rose. Okay. But then to describe it to me now. That's a mental experience. Now, for me, it's probably also mental, but it could also be more like I could be imagining it, like it could be more like a creative um, venture, you know, and I could maybe see the rose as you're describing it. Or maybe I just make note of those labels and then I think, okay, so... Now I have a clear image of a rose, like I said, which may or may not be true. For our example, it doesn't matter because the awareness of a rose would be, you know, like I'm walking outside and then maybe I have this sensual experience of a smell. smell. And then I'm aware of the rose. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think people are aware of each other. I think most people are having exactly what you just described with the rose. People are doing with each other. That's so sad and so true. Like with the mental mm-hmm. labels or or then not having those mental labels and just kind of like creating people what they need to be like to fit. Guess what? My comfort zone (laughs) yeah my reality yeah you know i mean i know it's sad but it's very sad but the divorce rates tell us that this is true or even um how people are less and less capable to even start relationships you know like how the number of singles just explodes and then you know all they want just like one night stands and then yes they do not have to really relate or being aware of each other yeah yeah but i would think already a divorce would be becoming more aware of the relationship yeah exactly <laughs> and then and then not liking it because you know then yeah. you're married and you take a marriage vow and whether you know you're aware aware of that or not does not matter you know the marriage wow is setting certain things in motion like in the same way you know if you put your finger in the outlet it doesn't matter whether you believe in electricity or you're aware of that you know i mean you're gonna get hit anyhow yeah yeah you're gonna get burned 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely mindfulness is then that more of that awareness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely important. And like the uh, the mindfulness is like the awareness that then has um, kind of a consequence if I mm-hmm. can use that word because if I just walk around and I smell this amazing smell but I do not know that this is a rose or I cannot make that connection then I'm aware of something that smells good but not of the rose. Yeah. So I had a sensual experience. I was not aware like I was not like mindful about what was going on yeah just filling in the blanks yeah like like using your toolbox yeah fit it into again what is spiritual or what is what are you yeah like in the last episode we've talked about about you know that friend that you had and Mm -hmm. who did that like you know just trying to fit into what you thought what you thought you were Mm mm-hmm it's really interesting because as you're talking about that, I remember someone once in high school described me and I mean, I didn't want to, I wasn't interested in what they thought I was like, you know, but they said it, it always stuck with me. They, they described me as aware mm, nice. and I had no idea what it meant. Mm-hmm. Like really at the time I just thought like vigilant or, you know, like mm-hmm. just what what do you mean by that? You know, and just like, no, just really observant and aware of what's going on around you. And yeah, I mean, if you think about raising awareness, mm-hmm. I mean, let's, of course, this is usually has political connotations or, you know, whatever. But I, I think that I have more understanding now about what that means uh, in light of what you're talking about. Because mm. awareness is something that cannot really be faked Mm -mm. you know you have to really put all your judgments away you're being judgmental yeah nice and become Mm -hmm. mindful and aware and to not just project what you want even though we we want to do that in a way but we don't want to like have the judgments be projected i mean we want to create our reality but we don't want to mm. i'm a little bit st- still stuck on the judgmental that was so beautiful i'm sorry yeah no it's okay it could be another I... podcast <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so i have to admit that i was uh, only half aware mm-hmm. of what Arik was saying because i was stuck on the beauty of that word like that was new to me and so my mind my mental faculties like they grabbed onto that and the what is this what does this mean you know like trying to put it into a framework of knowns and so I was very very busy doing that and probably missing out on something beautiful Oryx said, but hey, thank God I can listen to the podcast. No, I, I tell you something. Okay. I tell you something that the awareness wants to tell you. Okay. I mean, being that you represent half of the listeners, mm-hmm. chances are you had that awareness that they were also getting stuck on that. Oh, yeah. So that, you know, to go back to that is, of course, very important mm-hmm. because, you know, yeah, it's true. Being judgmental. 
being in your head mm-hmm. and like then having this judgment about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having a judgment and being and is like okay, but being judgmental mm-hmm. is a state of mind. Yeah. And that was so clear to me right now that, mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't happen often to me, I have to say, but, or if it does, you know, then usually I have the space to just say, oh, time out, time out, moment, 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 you know, I can't listen, I'm stuck on that, I have to step away, or blah, blah, And so right now I really didn't give myself that opportunity to just say, hey, time out, I'm stuck on that. But now this provided me this amazing experience of seeing like, hey, I missed everything Oryx said after that. And I am pretty sure that this happens to a lot of people a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wow, it's so true. Huh? It's so true. Yeah, because then often to me it's like when I talk to people and then... I feel like, man, they're totally checked out. I do not even know who am I talking to. I'm sometimes this person, though. I'm not even kidding. Like, where, like, I will... I've even caught myself where I thought I totally understood what the dialogue was saying. But then, or even, like, with reading. I'd be like, no, they didn't say that, they didn't say that. And I go back and I read it, and I'm like, holy Shinto. I was wrong. You like, made it all up. Uh, no, or, or or I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I made it up that it wasn't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I can totally attest to that as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's that's being judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what that is. And no, you're not present. Not at all. Like you're saying, like, you're not even there. Not at all. Not but even the words are not bit. lost because they are recorded in that awareness. And you can always go back to that awareness in the same way you guys can go back and listen to this podcast again because it was kind of mind-blowing. Wow, but that was really beautiful what you just said. Uh Yeah, this is true. It stays in awareness. Oh, my God. Like, this energy today, this is really something. Yeah. I mean, whoa. And with that said... We invite you to go back and listen to this episode over again and also our previous episodes where we cover life and interesting things. Or so we hope and let you be the judge of it. And this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to a podcast of Ageless. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.